guess we'll go ahead and have you introduce yourself and then I'll kind of start out for some of my typical questions because I'm going to try to talk about stuff that we haven't talked about before and then link to my old stuff we've done. <laughs> okay. I can't remember off the top of my head what we've gone over before, but yeah, my name is Mark Streiser86, and I'm a Canadian retro speedrunner that focuses mainly on Mega Man and Castlevania, as well as some other retro titles. And how do you pronounce your last name? Because I've been running it through my head three or four times, and I can't figure it out. I'm going to make you guess. What do you think it is off the top of your head? I, I think to... it's classy, but I'm not sure. I get that one a lot. It's crazy. Crazy. That was my second guess. All right. <laughs> this is why whenever we were doing the podcast, I refused to say your last name. <laughs> I know that feeling. All right. So, Mark, uh, what are your thoughts on the Mega Man franchise as a whole? Like, what drives you to return to those games over and over? It's funny i think it's just the the overall structure of the game and i mean i i obviously enjoy the repetitiveness of them i just i really enjoy the format and i'm really kind of stuck in the 2d time frame i not that i don't enjoy 3d games but that's i just i love the 2d games and the Mega Man style and the Mega Man format and the whole kind of boss weakness and it, it all just kind of wraps it up in a nice little bow for me what about your so let me know a bit more about your Mega Man marathon speedruns i know you do one through ten plus Mega Man and base and then you've just recently done some of the x series too yeah yeah i did an x one to six to kind of practice and get ready for the triple m and i'm getting ready probably if not tomorrow maybe the next day or in the next few coming days to do a zero one to four run to kind of do a refresher of those it's all in prep for the triple m and i'm, I'm kind of at the point where i need to buckle down and set a date because i've wanted to do it for before the end of the year so i think ultimately i'm, I'm probably looking at friday to Saturday next weekend and I mean the estimate or the goal is sub 24 for the triple M which is all three classic X and zero series nice so that would be Mega Man 1 through 10 Mega Man and base Mega Man 0 1 through 4 yeah and then X through X1 through 8 exactly yeah oh okay are you counting like Mega Man ZX the DS ones no it's just the four zero games so it's 23 games in total nice and what are you calling that again the triple M called the triple M yeah it was done as a race back in August and I get I didn't get the chance to participate I hadn't beaten any of the Mega Man zero games and they're kind of notoriously difficult so I didn't want to throw myself into that blind especially knowing that those were supposed to be at the end of the run, technically, if you're following the order that suggested to have to try and beat all four of those blind at the end of a 24-hour stretch just didn't really sit well with me. So I, I kind of set my own goal to just do it personally before the end of the year. Now, have you made pretty good strides on Zero? Because I know I've seen a couple of your PBs here recently. Zero One is probably the one that I enjoyed most. I take the most casual liberties, more so in Zero two to four you know i really fell in love with the series more than i ever thought i would i like the movement in it and i knew the it has a really tight movement kind of system and you know the wall jumps are, are very tight-knit and and faster than you'd even see in some of the x games so overall I, I just i learned to really appreciate it as a game it's it's probably difficult and, and casually a little bit of a nightmare for the casual player. First one more so than the others. The the big thing to look out for is where I'm doing the marathon and it's technically all stages. In zero one, if you lose all of what you would consider your lives and really game over, 
you have the ability to lock yourself out of missions. So you're you're gonna have to be careful in that setting just to make sure that if you're losing a few lives, you know, you may you want to make sure you're making safety saves because if you lock yourself out of a mission and you're twenty odd hours into a marathon, that's not gonna be great. Right. That's a significant time loss. You can't finish if you lock yourself out of a mission and you hadn't made a safety save. <laughs> oh geez. Where did the idea of running all these all the Mega Man games in like a straight marathon come from? Is that something the community's been doing or is it just kind of something you decided hey that seems like a fun challenge it was a race that happened and i'm not sure how many people overall participated but there were six people that finished it and it was back in august and i think it was just something that was brought up in suggestion from the multiple Mega Man communities so i think it was just kind of a multitude of people that really brought up the idea and they did it i think in twofold as a race featuring multiple individuals saying you know are, is there somebody that's going to run classic and then someone that's going to run x and someone that's going to run zero but they also gave people the option of running it in single capacity so i think it was kind of twofold an individual race but also it was a, it was kind of a relay race in some aspects for a lot of runners hmm. i know i've seen a couple different relay race styles where they'll pass off game to game before but just doing it as a one sitting thing is just kind of mind-boggling is there a specific leaderboard that people keep track of on speedrun.com or something it's on the Mega Man leaderboard i'm really bad at remembering the actual url give me a moment here it's uh megamanleaderboards.net oh okay so it's yeah there's there are some Mega Man games on speedrun Dot com, but it's not kind of what you would consider the main leaderboard. It is Mega Man. It is the .NET. So, yeah, they do have a, a Triple M category posted now, and they do have the seven people that have completed it in the times and whatnot. And nice. Props to everyone that finished it. Yeah, I mean, just finishing, I feel like, is probably the biggest challenge, let alone getting a good time for it. <laughs> exactly. That's It's a lot of games to learn, and it's a lot of different things to know, and then put together cohesively especially if you're doing it solo. And if you're doing it solo, they even have a mandatory 10 minute break between the classic and X series and then a mandatory 10 minute break between the X and the zero series. That makes sense. What Mega Man title would you like to learn a run for that you haven't already dabbled in, including uh, like the RPGs and the spinoffs and everything? I mean, there's very few, I guess I haven't dabbled in at this point just because of all the prep work I've done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I like Mega Man and Legends. I just don't know if I like it in that way. Right. Uh, I think what I've what I would probably do is I would probably pick out specific titles that I've done in prep for the Triple M because all I've been doing is spending two or three days with each title. I mm -hmm. would probably more so pick titles out of those specifically that I've learned over the few days and say I would like to spend more time with this one or that one specifically probably x4 maybe a little more time with the zero games it really depends but I think I would I would spend time doing that over learning something outside of those three series now what would you like to see next from the Mega Man series as a whole like what specific sequel would you like to see or remake package or whatever I think it's just going to be the x legacy collection something of that form they're probably Probably going to split it up into at least two parts like they did with the classic series just on the basis that i don't think you can get away with packaging something like x7 x8 alone and trying to sell it <laughs> yeah I, I really enjoyed x8 more than i thought i would as a run i did too it the thing with x8 is it, it falls victim to following x7 yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever I picked it up casually, because I got it probably maybe a week after it came out, I still have it sitting over here. I should get back into that. But I actually thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I didn't mind Axel as much. His gameplay was way better than his character. And then I remember spending a lot of time grinding for the Sigma Blade and then finally beating the game with that. <laughs> Was that, uh, was that X8? Yeah. Yeah, okay. My favorite thing in X8 is definitely the flying zero glitch, and it's so easy to do. Um, 
It's it's done by getting the move that allows you to spin in midair. You can do it with the blade, but most of the speed run is done using the the declave. Um, oh, okay. And what you do is you press two opposite directions at the same time, which is possible because you have access to the D-pad as well as the analog stick. Mm-hmm. So you press up on the the D-pad and down on the joystick, and zero will just fly up. And as long as you hold the button, it'll fly infinitely. And you can also do like up into the left or up into the right, which allows you to do kind of different movements strategies but my favorite part is at the end of elevator on the way to the boss fight with vile you can just do the infinite fly upwards and you see basically zero flying up into outer space out of the the shoot of the elevator when he's supposed to be on the ground at the start of the boss fight and then the fight starts and you're all of a sudden just on the ground again i am going to buffer your x8 pb or your most recent one yeah, that's your new PB, just yeah. to see this madness. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's, the, it's at the end of the Jacob Elevator, and it's just a, it's an absolutely great time. What's your next goals as a speedrunner? What I've kind of posted, and I guess what I've put in writing at this point for next year is I'd like to focus more on some Metroid games. I think it would be a lot of fun, and I really enjoy Metroid games, and I'd like to spend more time with them. Surprisingly, with the retro races, I kind of fell a little bit in love with Super Mario Bros. 3, and now having the EverDrive and the ability to make save states on console, I might spend a little bit time practicing that and trying to better my time, although I was very happy with my time that we prepped for the races. I'm trying to be more involved with other runners and other communities. I'm trying to get more involved in that scene. I've really enjoyed restreaming retro races that I I can't necessarily participate in or don't necessarily want to participate in. And I've really taken that under under my wing as something fun that's new to do and great for the community as well and kind of a great way to give back and support others that have done the same for myself. So I've, I've really kind of turned that into... Uh, another passion of doing it i mean it's not that the avenue isn't already out there in other forms with all the speed gaming channels but it, mm-hmm. it's neat to fill that void if no one's available otherwise to do it and if i have the internet capabilities why would i not that that makes sense I, I tell you what i hooked up my ps3 and my switch here to my stream setup and i spend more time on the ps3 than like anything in the house <laughs> just because um, i i played through all of dead space and then i played through the onimusha games a couple months back and I don't know. I just I'm really into PlayStation right now. Nice. I've just started kind of considering the option of thinning out my collection because I have a lot of volume and I have a lot of things that I will not necessarily play because I've just more so come across them in the fact that people know I'm a gamer and they give me things out of their childhood and it's not that I don't appreciate them, but it's just it takes up a lot of space to be frank. You know, when you when you have as many games as I do, it's kind of like it's overwhelming. I'd rather trim the collection down to things that are more so my key pieces and things that I will play and things that I will enjoy. And, if you come uh, across things that are hard to sell, I would recommend donating them like to an archive effort or something. There's a couple well, different museums and such. You know, what I figured is I've worked closely with Game Over Cancer and they do the retro arcade at Frag every year. Mm-hmm. So, or every year for the last couple of years or whatnot. I don't know when it started necessarily, but I actually met Matt through donating games originally to the cause. And that's how I got involved with Game Over Cancer that led me to Frag. So I figured at this point, what I'll probably do is anything that doesn't necessarily sell. I mean, I'm not talking 
these are high value titles necessarily, but they have the option of just casual play. And I know it's for charity. So I just figured anything that doesn't necessarily sell, I'll, I'll pass along to them as a donation and see if they want it and give them the option. That's cool. Now, what are your goals as a streamer? Because I know you've been really hitting it hard here recently, especially with the recent affiliate status. I think that the next obvious goal is finding a way to get partner. The one hurdle is finding the regular viewership. And I think that again comes in with more so being tight knit with the communities and, and, and getting more involved with giving back and whatnot. But yeah, that, that's kind of the next goal is, is making partner. And I spent a lot of time over the, the end of November, you know, the second half of November, spending eight hour days for the most part streaming and seeing how I liked it and kind of figuring out what maybe works and what doesn't if you're going to put in that level of time. I don't think Twitch is something that necessarily just scales with time alone. I think there's more to it than just putting in the extra hours per se to make that next big step. And I don't know if that answer is always changing in terms of what the next big thing is. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm not one to jump on trends per se, and I'd rather just do my thing and, and make my time doing the variety that I enjoy and running the games that I enjoy. So uh, I think it's finding a way to to make it work in the way that works for me is, is really the answer to that. And I don't necessarily know what that is yet, but keeping on the variety and, and keeping it fresh is, is something that I'm going to do. And I, I've thought about dialing back the marathon style runs because there's such a big time consumption and i mean taking on the triple m and taking on that goal has really resulted in me sitting down and spending a lot of time learning in a lot of new games but at the same time it's also been a large commitment overall i'll say so i i think what i'll probably do more so in future is dial back the the long marathon style runs and focus more on individual games and Again, just go back to committing a, a greater amount of time because I guess the one folly in doing as much variety as that I do is I don't spend a ton of time getting really great at, at certain games as I used to. I mean, Mega Man 3 was the, the Mega Man game that I spent the most time grinding by far, but every everyone afterwards has always been far fewer attempts. So I, I think I would probably like to almost dial back the numbers a little bit. Other than that, I think it would be furthering the speedrunning section at Frag and getting more people involved next year. I'm not about making it, you know, all the me show and whatnot. And I have no issue giving up the marathon style there if we have enough enough interest from other runners. I think next year my big goal would be really filling the two days with a whole bunch of different people that are essentially not me. I think that would be really cool to sit back and help commentate and help run the whole charity speedrun event and find a lot of people locally that would like to participate, but not necessarily showcase myself in that two day time frame. you know, spend a little more time pumping the prizes, pumping the charity aspect of it, and uh, maybe see how that goes. Now your marathons are often connected with charity. How has charity become a part of your gaming as a whole? It's it really started when I met Matt. I knew Actually, Joe, who is the head of Frag for Cancer from my days actually playing Magic the Gathering. So I, I knew him personally prior to the relationship in the charity sense, but started honestly just with a, a random game purchase where it included duplicates. And I decided to pass it off to, to Matt, who's the head of Frag, or I'm sorry, who's the head of Game Over Cancer. And that's really how I got associated with Matt. And that led to being associated with Joe and Frag. And I'm now on the board for Frag. So I'm, I have a little bit more of a, an int integrated role into that, which is nice because I, I get that deeper relationship. And charity streams is something that's just kind of 
it, it hit home. It hits home for me as a good purpose, a good reason to do it. And it's always a lot of fun. I, I like giving out prizes and I love the reaction that you get from people. And it's always great to see their willingness to, to give to a good cause. So I just think all around it's a, it's a good time and it's a good cause. I think charity has been one of the coolest things that has come up in the gaming trends here in the past five or six years. Oh, very much. I mean, being an avid GDQ watcher, it's hard not to get inspired to, to kind of try to do something yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. So lastly, let's talk about your, your Castlevania record. How crazy has it been to do the 100% Soma run and really kind of developing that first as a, as a joke and then really taking it seriously? Something that transitioned in such a way that was really funny because I, to be honest, I banged my head against the wall and did as much as I could with just sheer luck. And that's kind of where it stood and I figured, oh, I was going to come up with a few manipulations once I had the tools to do so and shaved off a lot more time than I ever thought I would. And that's when it kind of, it really made me realize how serious it was. And that's something that I have a, a, a goal for next year as well. And I've thought about the idea of rerouting it to incorporate the debug glitch, mm. not, not in the way where you don't have to resource the souls manually and still do all the manipulations per se, but just in the way that uh, you, you access level 99 and you get some tools and stuff like that early. So I, I've definitely toyed with the idea of rerouting it. I, I don't know if it'll ever see the sub hour time, but I'd, I'd like to get it first to sub 115 and then maybe take it down to sub 110. And it, it's something I would like to spend more time on next year and I have a commitment to do. And I've had a few requests to do a Castlevania month again, which I, I did last year. And I, I didn't have a chance to do this year because I was prepping for other things. But yeah, that's, that's something I, I, I've thought about bringing back as well due to due to people requesting it. And it was a lot of fun, frankly. Dude, if you ever do another one, let me know ahead of time and I'll plan on doing one as well. And we'll both just go Castlevania crazy and try to get some other people involved. Yeah, I ended up finishing uh, 19 games in October of 2016 and uh, 19 Castlevania nice. games. And uh, I had a few more on the go and some of them were a lot longer than others, of course. But yeah. uh, I, I really kind of stalled out at the end because that's when I started developing the manipulations for the 100% run. And that's when that kind of took over the end of that Castlevania month. So it was great even because it spawned something entirely different that was never the purpose of it. But I think with a little bit of extra persistence and a little bit of extra time, having that extra week back that I spend on Aria, I could definitely get 20 plus games in a month and it would be a lot of fun. That's cool. Now, do you have any like competitors with that particular 100% Soma run yet? Or has anybody even tried to do what you're doing? There is one other person on the leaderboard. I'm terrible at pronouncing his name, so I'm I'm not even going to try. But I would recommend checking yeah. out the leaderboards. He uh, he put in the time learning the route, and it was I think his time came in hour forty seven and change, and it was really neat to see somebody take on that level of commitment because it is a lot of work. It's I still use four pages of notes. Yeah. with all of the manipulation shorthand written on it just in case i forget something and if i haven't been running it regularly it's it's very apt that i will forget something because it's just so many things to to memorize <laughs> so to see somebody else take on your creation which is that level of commitment was really cool and i watched him kind of in the process and i watched him taking notes and he had this little notepad section added to his split program which i'd never seen before and i thought was really neat and gave him notes on all the manipulations and he'd be able to flip it to the next one once he got the soul in question i was like man that's 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 pretty cool and to watch him tackle it one you know piece by pieces was really neat
And that's something cool that I, I really appreciate that you gave to the community was the charts and stuff on how to do those manipulations and like some of your video tutorial tools and things like that. You're basically challenging people and saying, hey, this is a really cool thing that I do. You should do it, too. Oh, very much. I didn't want to be the only person to do it. And I mean, if someone were to come along and do it quicker than myself, I, you know, all all the power to them, I think it would be great. And I, I was talking to a few people in community and I had a few compliments from people in the community about making that level of knowledge accessible because, you know, communities in, in speed running in general usually encourage documentation and they encourage having those things available because it helps the community in general grow and it helps bring a greater understanding, which could even further it more so afterwards. So yeah, it, it's something that I was happily doing just because it, it's it's kind of the right thing to do in my mind. Well, Mark, it's a pleasure as always, man. Most definitely. Likewise.